You are listening to the Market Share Podcast presented by Milk Street Marketing, a discussion of all things marketing, branding, and beyond. The Market Share Podcast presented by Milk Street Marketing is a weekly discussion of current marketing trends and their impact on business owners and entrepreneurs alike. For more information, visit milkstreet.marketing backslash podcast. To the Market Share Podcast brought to you by Milk Street Marketing. Today we are going to be talking about digital marketing, what it is, why it's important, and why it doesn't work. Um, right? In why some it, cases. Why it never works? Why it doesn't work. Not Sometimes. never works. The why it doesn't work. Right. So who wants to, who who wants to tell us what is digital marketing? There's one there's one um, definition that's everywhere. I don't know who made it up, but it's on everybody's website. There's an official definition? Yeah. I think simply put, it's connecting with your audience in a digital environment. I mean, that's what that's what marketing is. So it's the, the digital version of that. The, Promoting the, your goods and services and getting your story out there through digital channels. Yep. The official, it's, it's, this is where it says everywhere. Digital marketing is an umbrella term for all your online marketing efforts. There you go. Boom. It's a very broad stroke. I will agree with that. Yeah. Right. I mean... Website, email, social media. I mean, everything falls under digital. Inbound, outbound, all kinds of marketing is all under the... Anything online is digital. Yeah, and that, you know, that expands to mobile uh, as well, you know, in terms of, you know, I, I look at digital marketing as being anything that's not traditional, you know, uh, in the in the in the meta in the in the in the physical world, you know, it's it's not radio advertising, it's not TV, it's not uh, mail, uh, it's not you know mail, it's not print, it's not you know billboards, it's everything, you know, it's it's the new age marketing right. and advertising. It's you know, whereas everything else that I just mentioned was what I would you know categorize as traditional marketing and or advertising. And I think that's that might be where people get lost too, is that it encompasses so many different things that how's your digital marketing for your company? Well, you know, you might be really, really good at Google AdWords, but you don't have any social media presence whatsoever. Your website's terrible. You know what I mean? Like so I think when people are trying to quantify their digital marketing efforts, it's slightly difficult because there's so many different channels to incorporate in that. But do you need all those channels incorporated? No, not necessarily. I, I guess that really depends on the industry and your target definitely, audience. Definitely depends on your audience and your industry, uh, 100%. You know, I think the channels that you you know that you are using, uh, you know, best you know, ideally are integrated in some way. You know, you never really want to look at your marketing channels as operating uh, within a silo. You know, and that comes back to, you know, basic marketing fundamentals that transcend, you know, digital uh, monikers or, you know, whether it's digital or is it old school, is it, um, you know, at a fundamental level, whatever marketing you're doing, whatever channels you're, you're utilizing that makes the most sense for your business and for your audience is that they should be working together to produce results. Well, why wouldn't you want everything? employed you know what i mean like if you if you want to be have the best digital marketing uh for your company why wouldn't you have advertising on google facebook twitter linkedin 
You've got your email budget. running. You've got it all comes down to budget, right? Time and of resources course. available to you. Yeah, especially for small businesses, it comes down to I have this to spend. I know I need to be doing something. I want to put this towards where I'm going to get the best return. So exactly. it's better to so you focus your efforts as opposed to put a little bit into each bucket. You know what I mean? I think, like if that's, you I think a, that's an argument. Ideally, you'd, you'd want to... Yeah, I mean, I think so. I, I think you, you want to really consider those, channel, those digital marketing channels that are going to reach your clients and really focus on them. And especially if you're a small, a small business with... I mean, there's certain things. Like, what are the certain aspects of digital marketing? You mentioned them. If, there's no point in digital marketing if you don't have a good website, right? Right. If you don't have a website that it works for your business, whatever that is. I think there's foundation. There's like fundamental parts of your digital marketing. Like it doesn't matter what company you are. You have to have a website. That's exactly. gotta be part of your digital marketing. It's sort of the hub of your digital marketing. So that is like probably cross. I can't think of one example where you wouldn't want or need a website. Um, but yeah, so email marketing. 99% of the cases. I mean, I'm sure there's some like rogue businesses out there that are sort of, you know, operating under the radar that, you know, they, you know, that's part of their strategy is to be hard to find. Right. But it's certainly not anywhere near close to being the norm. Yeah. So, so that's just the world we live in. Is today. there, but other than the website, are there any other like, should email marketing, regular email, whether it's newsletter or something more aggressive or, should that be one of those fundamentals in digital marketing? Well, we, we talked about this before. Like, just because you're not using it as a, f uh, just because you're not using a channel as a particular outlet for your for your your marketing efforts, doesn't mean that you don't need to manage that online presence. So you do need to have a decent social media looking pages across the board. You want to have that. So just social media is something. a fundamental. Yeah. I mean, just have accounts set up at minimum, even if you don't post that much. Just be there. If people Facebook you, that you want to be able to be like, oh, they're here. This is their address, or I can get a hold of them this way. Almost legitimizes. Yeah. You, well, have you to want have to have that presence. You know, you want to have that overall digital presence. And you know, one of the things I'm I'm sitting here thinking about is, you know, do you need a website? You know, thinking about the question and you know and what you're, you know, what you're proposing. And you know, maybe there comes a point in time where people don't need a website because I'm trying to. I'm thinking, you know, okay, devil's advocate. You know, who? What type of companies could you could you make a case to say I don't need a website? You know, maybe very small micro businesses, you know, maybe, you know, on maybe a band, you know, does a band need a website? Uh, that's a, you know? that's a whole nother podcast. That's of a course. great question. But I mean, think about it as a business. Like if you have a Facebook profile, I mean, you know, maybe five years from now, 10 years from now, nobody has websites. Everybody's, you know, in one platform, you know, maybe it's Facebook, maybe it's something else. And that's where people go to get information. And that's where your audience engages with. That's where you're engaged. Your audience engages with your brand. I mean, you just said it, Jim, you know, when we know that this happens. We know that, you know, uh, Facebook is starting to chip into the search market and that people are searching for businesses on Facebook as opposed to moving off of their app on their smartphone and then going and opening up Google Chrome in their browser and Googling something. If they're already on Facebook, they're going to search it on. They're going to search for that business on Facebook. If you're trying to figure out hours to a restaurant or directions to, you know, a nightclub that you want to go to or this that, I mean, it could be anything really. Yeah. But you know, I think you know, you might start to see um, people start to question even more. Hey, do I actually need a website if my Facebook business profile page is giving me everything that I need? 
You know, if Google, if Facebook is taking over market share in terms of search queries. It's definitely, that's what I was going to say. I never go to Facebook to look for any type of information. I think right now, I don't think, right now, I, I can't think I of a reason why you wouldn't have a, why you wouldn't have a uh, web page and be registered so people could Google you and find you. I think you have to. Right now, because it, it's, it, it's, it's critical because Google has that market share in terms of searches. But think project out five to ten years what happens if more and more people start spending more and more time on facebook it's integrated even more into their lives the technology of facebook it's, i'm using that as a micro as a as a, as you a know, what if a, as a, it's I'm a possibility it, but i think the likelihood of uh google sticking around longer than facebook is high or yeah right well google, and google, i don't think google's going anywhere until something replaces it well it's the same with facebook yeah but facebook's already kind of replaced by a lot of different things would you comp like Facebook and Twitter Bing. are comparable? <laughs> yeah, you're gonna compare Google to Bing? No way. No, it's not even like the, it's almost like not even in the same class of things or something. It's weird how Google did knock that. Google's out. everywhere. Yeah, but, but I mean, really, the point is, is that you know, from a marketing strategy perspective, is you know, uh, you know, specifically with digital marketing, you have to understand where your audience is and where you can engage your audience. Well, you let's know, move at, to social to the media then specifically because that. Is something I was going to bring up. Like, social media is that one of those fundamentals as far as your direct marketing efforts that has to be across industry. It's just if you're a business, you have to have that. And I think even some of our clients might be very much business to business, and you know they're targeting C-suite executives that shouldn't really be on Facebook during office hours, and probably you know. So, do they really even need a Facebook profile? Do they need a Facebook presence? And I feel like there's room for debate there, but I don't see why you wouldn't. I mean, the way that you can even automate simple things like updates on your website are automatically posted to Facebook. At least at minimum, you have one or two updates a month and therefore you look relevant because even those C-suites who might not be looking at Facebook for you know, work-related stuff, they're going to look at it on the weekend. They're going to look at it at home it's and they somebody it might help somewhere and why not it's, it's image not that control difficult. is what it is i think you have to look at it yeah you know image control the, right. you know again going back to the fundamentals what is advertising about what is brand awareness about it's about getting in front of your audience getting your brand getting that you know that your logo your company name your message in front of your audience so you have to go where your audience's eyeballs are at. That's what advertising is all about. That's why there's still billboards on the side of the road because they know people drive down the highway. They know that they're gonna they're casting a wide net. You know, there's no you know maybe geographically there's some um, you know some targeting that's done. You know, in terms of you know I don't see what else could you know what else you would actually target. You know, I mean maybe if you're in a more affluent area, you know maybe that would dictate. Again, it's geographic, but now you're getting in a you know a financial uh, parameter to the to the targeting. Um, but you know that's why television commercials are so expensive because they know people watch TV, so they put commercials on during television shows and in between television shows. And that's the same thing with with any sort of social media. That's why display ads for you know that are on websites is you know another way to get your message out there. You know we, you know when you're uh, you know, utilizing a retargeting campaign or, you know, even, you know, advertising directly with that content publisher's website could be a local news source like philly.com. I mean, they sell display ads. You know, they're also serving up Google's ads. They're in Google Display Network, but you can, you can advertise directly with 
you know, content publishers like that. You know, okay. but again, it's, it's about brand awareness. And if you're going to cast a wide net, you know, and that's what you have to think about is like what phase of your, you know, that's what I started to think about is when does that make sense? But now I think that makes sense when you're, you know, you have to look at the life cycle, where are you at in the life cycle of your brand? Does it, you know, and what is your, you know, what are you selling? You know, if you're selling cars, <laughs> it makes a lot of sense to cast a wide net. If you're selling something that only 0.001% of the population buys, then you got to figure out where those people are. If you're only selling the, say, if you're only selling to accountants, you know, maybe a billboard isn't the best thing for you. That, I think that's why digital ad, digital marketing is hard. Everybody's on Google. Everybody's right. on the internet. So that brings mm-hmm. us, as opposed yeah. to just social media and having a presence, that kind of brings us more into like uh, into digital advertising, whether it's Google or social media. And you know, is it smart to divide your ad budget up across? Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn, and Google Ads, yeah. or how do you know how do you determine that? Because that's a, definitely a point of failure. Well, you really you, have to determine where your market is. Where where are the people that are going to be using your products? Where are the people that are go- or there's you can look at it from a different way. Where are the people that are going to be using your products, or where are the people that are going to be influencing the people that buy your products and use your products? Because for example, if you're selling something, I don't know. Uh, ice cream you have an ice cream shop right and you know maybe the parents aren't going to want to get ice cream but if you if you get the kids that there's no ice cream store down this down the street the kids are going to you know so how how can you get to those like influencer type of people right influence the people that that actually use it and that seems to be a big trend in um just marketing in general for 2018 of everything i've read is that it's those micro influencers that are going to be targeted quite a bit like the local almost like i don't want to say local celebrity but Sort of. I read that too that they that some of the bigger ones like having the Kardashians use your stuff isn't doing anything. Isn't doing anything anymore and they're paying two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for an Instagram post and people are aware of their product, but that doesn't mean they're using it. Well it still comes down to, you know, like we've talked about in, in previous uh podcast episodes is you know, when it comes to branding, it's about building a community. You know, you build that community around your higher purpose and your and your mission, but you know ultimately it's about building a community, and you know and you have the opportunity to do that in a di- in the digital space. So when you talk about micro influencers, you know it's sort of you know who's stepping up within that micro community, whether it's a Facebook group about Bitcoin or it's a meetup group for you know people who like yoga. <laughs> that those you know? are the big ones. And I, those like yeah. mom because t- moms women buy the majority of stuff for the home so like to get to those people like that's those little like where are you going to find those micro influencers for moms and isn't that by isn't that as you know by extension just really uh you know trading thought leadership you know standing out amongst your peers is the one who knows what's up (laughs) within a certain uh topic area or you know uh, area of interest Mm mm-hmm all right. Well, what about like we keep saying? So you got to go where your audience is, or but how do you determine where your audience is if it's not such a cut and dry thing? Like you know, if if you're an ice cream shop, then you know your audience. And that wasn't the best example because I don't know how much digital <laughs> advertising ice cream <laughs> shops. If do, you, but yeah, if you don't know who your audience is, right. you better go back to. It's basics not a matter of knowing them; it's a matter of knowing where they them. are. That's part of knowing them. Knowing where they're at and knowing how to get to them is part of knowing your audience. I'm not just talking about knowing their names, what they do, what their titles are, what kind of companies they, you know, they work for. It's about 
you know, and they talk about this, you know, at high level, you know, from a high level marketing strategy standpoint, developing customer profiles and developing, you know, you know, big companies do this, you know, advertising agencies develop psychological profiles based on demographics. You know, if your demographic is, you know, white males between the ages of 35 and 49, you know, you can start to uh, infer, uh, you know, preferences and think, you know, psychological insight about, you know, who these people are so that you can market to them more effectively, create more relevant strategic messaging, things that are going to resonate more with them, which is going to grab their attention. I mean, that's really what it is. That's what advertising is all about is like hearing something, seeing something, be like, oh, I relate to that. Now I'm paying attention to what you have to say. And then, you know, from an advertising perspective, that's that you grab their attention, you deliver your value proposition, and then you close. You say, here's how you, here's how you act. Call this 1-800 number. Visit this website. Come to our store. Come to our ice cream shop. We're at, you know, but 1000 Main Street. If you're a small business and you can't afford all that, there's there's just still ways to do it. You just have to test your channels. But look that's at, why social your... media is so attractive because there's such a low cost to enter. You know, as far from an advertising standpoint, I mean, if you want to get a radio ad or a television ad, you're talking thousands and thousands and thousands. Of dollars. Yeah, but I feel a lot like of that's small a trick. businesses, you could still employ the same strategy. But you better be ready to spend at least a thousand dollars to test your ad. It's not. It's cheap, but it's not. That's free. what I was going to say. It's a trick that Google and Facebook have been doing for a while in that, you know, the appearance is that it's like, oh, I'll just throw 50 bucks and see what happens. And that means they just ate your 50 bucks. That yes. meant it, it meant nothing. Um, and imagine how many $50 they got that way. I know yes. from myself, from, you know, yeah. previous, you really have to put some sort of a monthly ad budget in in order to get an accurate kind of testing. Even maybe five years ago, it didn't used to be that way. You could put $50 into something and it would be like, oh, a lot of people saw us. I got some response. It's, it's just, this, it's, it's, the Facebook has made, it seems like they made the algorithm. See, this and is Google. where, you know, and we sustained yeah. money they want from you. We talked about this before, you know, even, you know, preparing for this podcast and, you know, talking about, you know, what are the reasons, you know, you know how I feel about it. I feel that, you know, usually when your digital marketing fails, it's because you've neglected some element of your brand. You haven't crafted or articulated that value proposition well enough to get somebody to respond. You're saying the same generic things. You think just by saying we have the best customer service, you know, we're open 24-7 and we're this and we're that just because you put it on Facebook or because you ran a Google AdWords campaign and all of a sudden, you know, all these leads are going to start, but, you, you know, but, are going to start funneling in. And that's not the case. Because even if your brand works, though, you still have to have you still have to make sure that you're reaching your target audience and reaching the people that are actually going to buy. Like that's but that's the benefit of digital marketing. Is it makes it so much easier to do that is to reach those people. Yeah. Well, you know, the targeting, you don't have targeting with a television commercial. You know, you have... But I mean, you kind of, to a point you do, have targeting with... They, they can tell you with their listener demographics and like, they can tell you that. We yeah, know you who watches... But not what? to the degree that you can with digital marketing. <laughs> no, absolutely not. No. Not the You can't say send this commercial to all the homes of people in this area who make over this much amount of money who are interested in... Going yeah. fishing, you know. That's what I mean, if I'm selling, if I'm selling high-end fishing rods, you know what I mean. Like, you can do that on Facebook, and if exactly. your audience isn't on Facebook, it doesn't matter. Like, you need to test and and take the time to figure out which is the best way to really reach people to to get these people to do what I want them to do to get to get people to come into my business and and start to check it out. According to Forbes, the number one reason 
your online marketing efforts fail is no clearly defined goals, which could kind of fall into both of what you're, you're saying. I mean, if you don't have the, the right audience or the right message, then you're, you don't have defined goals. It's true. Yeah. I mean, that's, I, I don't, I mean, I, did they elaborate at all on what that means? I mean, you know, cause that, yeah, our competitors are on Facebook, so we need to be too, is not a reason to launch a social media campaign. Neither is a vague interest in increasing web tra website traffic or getting more leads. A clearly defined goal sounds something like this. We want to increase SEO-generated validated website leads by 20% over the next 18 months. So it's specific, time-sensitive, measurable, meaningful. Well, I mean, yeah, theoretically, I agree with all that. I mean, a goal without, you know, any sort of time frame or... You know, is is not really a goal. If it's not action oriented, you know, I always feel like goals should be also should be action oriented. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I feel like it's all at the end of the day, it's about generating business. So, you know, unless you're talking about you know our, our clearly defined goals, we're trying to increase. You know, I'd rather I'd rather that statement be the difference between we're trying to you know get leads for this new service offering that we have versus we're trying to get people to come out to this event versus general brand awareness like to me that's where i feel like you need to identify what your goal for you know any campaign whether it's digital marketing or you know traditional i mean it should be what are we doing you know what is the overall i mean and we've talked about that from day one you know the way that brands like google nike apple you know where they operate is you know, who is our audience? Who are we? Well, I think that's what it comes down to for small businesses. Like, they don't want to hear, like, all, all that sounds great and good, but they're like, I want leads. And, like, how do I get leads now? That's yeah. all we hear. That's right. all we hear. Yeah. Which I... Damn, we know that. We know from the business owners we work at, they don't give a shit what their web traffic looks like. They don't care about conversion mm -hmm. goals set up. They don't care about, you know, what percentage of their web traffic came in from social media. Or, you know, you could be like, hey, we, did you see your blog post? You know, that blog post we did for you this week got like, you know, uh, you know 25, 30 likes. And, got some, and it's like, yeah, all right, well, any of those leads? You know? I mean, if it's not generating leads, and I think maybe that's where a lot of people, you know, sort of fall down to is, you know, they feel like in today's day and age, it's the psychological factors we deal with. Everybody wants things to just happen automatically. You know, people talk about marketing automation. You, you, know, you put these, you know, it's kind of bring a full circle to the, the integration of marketing is, you know, and how maybe content, you know, revolves into that. And content is part of telling your story, right? It's all on brand. It's within, you know, your uh, frame of reference for your business. You have a website, you develop content that resides on your website, you post about it on social media, you send out links to it in an email, what does that do? It drives traffic back to the website. You drive traffic to the, so, you know, people from social media or senior blog posts, maybe they're clicking through and reading it while they're there, they're signing up for your email marketing list. Now you're getting them through email. So now you're, you're touching them in multiple digital uh, environments. You know, across multiple channels. But which is a big again, like just brought it back to what we were talking about earlier. The you were from a small business perspective, like all those things. I can only focus my effort into like a few things. You know, we said a website. We, but what I'm no saying brainer. is, all that stuff doesn't mean shit to a small business owner if it's not generating leads. That's what I'm saying. So what? Right. So what are you gonna? What are you gonna do from a digital marketing perspective to to do that? 
to generate well, those leads. It, it, I don't, I don't know if you could send the email. Like, well, here's what I'm saying is like, you can't, you can't just let it go to be like, we got these 25 likes and nobody clicked through. We didn't get any, you know, nobody filled out any forms on our website from it. Like, go look at those likes. Who's engaging with your brand? Like, you know, that's what, you know, we've done in the past. You know, we've said, oh, who's liking these posts? It comes into like that social listening and that monitoring and engaging on an actual basis. Don't just sit back and think, oh, I'm doing, you know, I'm doing these things and I can just sit back and leads are going to start rolling in. If you have any engagement, you see somebody that's consistently opening up an email. You can look through email analytics. You know, we do that too. We provided that information to clients where we say, hey, this one guy, this one, this one guy, he keeps, you know, he always comments, you know, always comments on, on posts. You know, he, I notice he opens up your emails and clicks through every time. Who is that guy? Uh, uh, oh, that's a customer. Or maybe it's, hey, I'm not really sure who that is. <laughs> maybe that's somebody you should pick up the phone and reach out to. Maybe that's somebody you should connect with. Look them up on LinkedIn. So there's really not like one thing you can do for digital marketing. There's not like a few things. I think it's like the whole package. You know, I mean, I, I think it's a matter of, you know, well, we've said it, you know, it's, it's testing around it. It's doing a lot of different things and trying things out and seeing, you know, where you start to get traction and start to double down in those areas. I, 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 I agree with that. That's, that's the key because you don't know if, if it works, you keep doing it and you that, put more money into it. But like, that should be part of your, your marketing strategy development is understanding where, you know, before you even start, so you're not wasting that money testing. Talk you have to your to. clients. You, you have to talk, put, talk to your clients, like know your clients, you know, you know, you should understand, you know, how do accountants, this goes back to the psychological demographics. How do accountants spend their time? If you sell to accountants, yeah. oh, I know because I do business with accountants. I can, you know, I have a hundred, personal connections clients that I've worked with over the years that are accounts. I know them like they're my friends, you know, I'm connected with them on social media. I know that most of them are not on Snapchat. <laughs> I know that they're mostly on Facebook or if you know, if you have a, maybe you have a younger demographic, maybe they're on Instagram. I don't or think they're on money. You know. Testing should be looked at as wasted though. Like I think it should be looked at as a necessary part of the marketing process to find the channels that work best for you. Oh, so it depends on how you want to quantify your time, you know, or how you want to qualify your time. And, you know, you could say, I'd rather spend the time talking. And I would think that most people would prefer taking the time, spending time, getting to know their clients and saying, Hey, what, you know, what social media, you know, do you use? I mean, this is part of, you know, marketing too, is taking, you know, surveys, you know, getting information, collecting intelligence from your, your target audience. And it's been, you know, it's a, it's a very, you know, common tactic is to survey your audience with things and ask them, you know, how do you prefer to be contacted? You know, what products and services are you most interested in? Hey, but we're going to have that also event. costs well, money too, though. Like that's costs money too. everything costs money. It's either your time or it's, you know, cash out of pocket that you're going to spend on advertising. I'd rather see people test if they're going to test that way. I'd rather see them test marketing messages than channels. I feel like it's a lot easier to find out. I mean, you can really find out both, but. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think the testing needs to become part of the process for two to, to really prove that this works, this doesn't, and just to re, to really get a grip on what works for for what industry and where, and try to figure out why just for future efforts. I don't know. Well, I mean that's why it's not easy to run a business, especially a small business, and you know it it gets to be very costly. And I mean, <laughs> if you're a pizza shop, it's still worth it for you to go and get 
5,000 menus printed and do direct mail and send them out to everybody in your neighborhood. You're going to get more business that way. It's guaranteed. I hate when people leave these things. Not leave them, though, when you actually send them in the mail and you get it in the mail and you're like, oh, it increases revenue. So, like, I mean, for that kind of small business, that's what works. I I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, certain industries have their own specific... We talked about this yesterday, um, the way that like car dealerships have their own specific brand uh, digital marketing efforts, you know, like, uh, yeah, you know, very, very specific to their industry. You've like bought a car recently and then they send you the emails and this and then, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but what Dustin's saying is there's companies that specialize in marketing programs specifically for car dealerships and they develop you know, a very tried and true strategy that they then go and replicate that they can then go and sell to every other car dealership. Yeah. Well, I'm also saying that like just in, in general, like, and they have very specific mail campaigns, you know, uh, pizza shops and restaurants that do takeout delivery. Definitely all do that same kind of. Remember for a while there when the car dealerships were sending out the most ridiculous direct mail pieces, they'd be like, yeah, you won twenty five thousand dollars. Twelve by fifteen inches. They'd be no. like this huge thing. They'd have like stickers that you'd pull off and like yes, gamify little, it. And it was oh all dumb. man, it was, it you always nuts. won. And I'm you always go in there. Oh yeah, <laughs> I don't think coming to get your free TV. That. <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah. off. That I always. I mean, coming out of the printing industry, it always it always confounded me as how they justified spending the kind of money that well, they undoubtedly spent to have. They don't do it anymore because digital marketing is probably more effective. And This just, isn't even going back that long, but yeah, I hear well, you. Well, the amount of money you make, like the amount of money they make off cars now is not what it used to be. Either. Right, that's true. And they were going to make 15 grand off you walking out of the dealership because you bought a brand new car. It's not like that anymore. Right, because people do their research before they go in and they know what they want to pay. It's a lot easier for them to shop around. And everybody wanted to go transparent. Shop, you know, when you want to shop for, you know, I mean, you know, if you know anything about you know the car dealership business, I mean, once you set foot on the lot, they don't let you go. Oh, I'll, <laughs> yeah, I you know, and it used to be a lot easier, you know, because you had to sit there and you had to ask all kind of questions about the car, and you know, you didn't really know, like, yeah, okay, there's an advertised price that's in the in the in the Sunday paper, but you know, you get in there and it's like, you know, so much can be done ahead of time now. I mean, they talk about all the time in that business actually about, I, I mean, you know, how the educated consumer has really driven the prices down and Saturn and expedited the sales process. Right? Yeah, Saturn kind Saturn of forced that. everybody to be transparent. They were yeah. like, look, this is what we're paying on for the car. This is what we're going to make off it. This is what you're going to pay. It. And I, I, when I bought a car of 2005, so a long time ago now, I went to like three dealerships and all their prices were within $20 of each other. <laughs> Like, it's like, that's just what, that's what this car costs. You're not going to find it any cheaper if you yeah. want it. And it's like, mm-hmm. so they don't have that money anymore. But I mean, they still make plenty of money. Let's, let's, you know. So, I mean, I think if, you know, if we're going to, you know, kind of summarize, you know, what, if you're a small business, what can you do um, to you know, start, uh, you know, making your digital marketing more effective? You know, I would really look at, you know, what your you know, what your value proposition is, what's your offer, you know, what is your, you know, what is your value to your target audience? And, you know, how can you solve a problem for them? How can you make their lives easier? You know, how does your product or service, you know, why, you know, why do they want it? You know, you have to understand that. That's, you have to be able to articulate that. That's like looking at a higher level uh, view of it and saying there might be something, if something's broke here, then it's going to break every channel of your Absolutely. Marketing. Absolutely. So start there. Start. Always start with your why. Always start with your higher purpose. You know your reason you get up in the morning, and that's because that's what people are ultimately going to connect with. That's how you're gonna you're gonna get your audience to 
to respond. So, and then, you know, I mean, you can just get down to the basics. I mean, you know, make sure your website is up to speed. You know, it's being able to, you know, use social media as a, as a way to connect with your audience. And, you know, I look at Facebook and some of these things is, you know, it's the super highway of social media. You know, running an ad on Facebook should be pretty much the digital equivalent of a billboard on the side of the highway. That's how I've always looked at it. You know, with I mean, the especially with, now with what you're gonna have to spend to with get the it opportunity seen. to do you know some some more isolated targeting, some more direct you know uh, finite targeting uh, of your audience. Um, you know, and then you know there's things that we can you know maybe you know another podcast is you know looking at your social media audit you know your audience on social media and you know ways to connect with them because we know that you know targeting you know people who already like your page versus you know custom audiences versus there's a lot of options when it comes to uh, to you know, how you use social media from an organic versus a paid standpoint, even, um, you know, and just recognizing, uh, you know, that there's multiple channels out there. You should be, you know, getting in touch with your clients as much as you can across multiple channels. So, you know, emailing is a relatively, uh, you know, and they actually say email, it has the highest ROI because it's so cheap, you know, and it may not get you the most results, but you know, because it's it's so cost effective of a of a, of a marketing channel, uh, it actually you know it, it's probably it's one of the most valuable. So and something we um, didn't mention, but we probably should have, is remarketing. That's the digital marketing channel. That's absolutely huge. And we didn't, and we don't have time, but we are going to have another one. Yeah, another focus on that digital yeah. digital marketing podcast. Absolutely, we should definitely drill down on you know specific channels. So we discussed you know maybe looking at it at a higher level uh, as far as your message start with the why. Uh, maybe that's what's broken and therefore it's breaking all of your channels within your digital marketing. But next time we're going to talk about once you get past that maybe there's some specific things in each one of these different channels that you need to be aware of. Thank you for listening to the Market Share Podcast presented by Milk Street Marketing. To learn more about us, please visit our website at MilkStreet.Marketing and follow us on social media on Facebook at Milk Street Marketing and Twitter and Instagram at MilkStreet215.